Unbreakable Dad Podcast Episode 8, My Unfinished Business. Let's go! What's happening team? Welcome to episode 8 of the Unbreakable Dad podcast. As always, I hope we're having a fantastic week and today's episode is going to be slightly different. It's going to be more of a personal insight once again. I've done a couple of these episodes and they go down really well, particularly the first episode I did, episode 1, where I spoke about my basically breakdown moment to allow me to break through and uh, my journey over the last 6-7 to months uh, to get me to the position I am now, how kind of the Unbreakable Dad came about and um, yeah, off the back of that, you know, I, I, sh- I shared things that I never spoke about um, publicly and so it was a complete open book and I got so many messages off the back of that. It was uh, hugely powerful uh, and again, appreciate every single one of you that did drop me a message because it was, uh, yeah, I, I, did, I wasn't sure how it was going to go down. Uh, another one I've done, I've, I've actually spoke about my experience off the back of my first marathon and just shared insights off the back of that and uh, that's what I want. I want this podcast to be a mix of action steps and strategies and things that are ultimately going to help you um, which which hopefully I've been providing so far, but also want it to be a personal insight to me and just almost like real life as, as dads, as uh, me sharing uh, my challenges, things that have happened to me. Um, and hopefully it just gives you an insight to, you know, you know, everyone faces challenges and everyone faces things uh, in their life. And um, I, I always pride myself on being like completely transparent and an, an open book to everyone I work with. And then uh, I want to be able to use this podcast uh, and my platform to speak about things which I feel like is really important um, and help raise awareness of this. And this is going to be m- like more so than ever now uh, after what I'm about to speak about um, because it's um it's so so important and um i'm lucky to have the opportunity to be able to do this and i thank you for um allowing me to be able to to do this as well so i've titled today's episode my unfinished business now i get that's almost like a little bit of a hook it's like what what is uh what is the unfinished business and um i'm gonna be diving into that uh, in a second but it's also going to interlink into a very important um topic and um story basically that uh, i want to share which uh, came about when i first became a dad and again this is something that i uh up until last week anyway haven't spoken spoken about publicly and um yeah it's all going to be for good reason because it's going to be for a great cause and it's going to raise uh, the awareness which i feel like is uh, really important so let's dive into this because if you do follow my social media and you listen to this in and around the time that the episode goes live you may have seen it on my social media that i have mentioned that I've announced that I'm going to be running another marathon next year, which I'm excited about. Um, uh, if you listen to the podcast and um, you've followed me for the over the course of the last six months, you'll know that I've recently just ran my first ever marathon, which was in October. Absolutely incredible experience, and um, yeah, one of the biggest challenges or the biggest challenge I probably have uh, I've taken on. But um, so glad I did it, and um, yeah, I did a whole podcast about kind of my biggest takeaways and uh, lessons off the back of my first marathon experience. And um, although I have no regrets, and although um, I'm, I'm so glad I, uh, I I did it, um, I do feel 
off the back of it, I uh, I have unfinished business. And the reason for that is purely down to the expectations that I had for the event itself. Nothing against the event. It was just a very, very quiet event. And uh, as I said in that podcast, it was very, very difficult in the later miles when I was basically running on my own through Milton Keynes in a place I didn't know. Uh, it was I felt very lonely, very vulnerable. And um, it was difficult, really, really difficult. And looking back at it now, like I gave absolutely everything I could on that day. And of course, it was my first experience of running the 26. 6.2 miles and there's so many unknowns when you do that and if you've run a marathon or run long distance you'll know that is the case um but i still look back and i think just this just shows my level of thinking now and kind of um you know how i've progressed uh physically and mentally over the last few months is i um i i, I know i can push more i know i can I, I can be capable of more if i'm in a right the right environment and that's why i started to think about do you know what um, I, I probably need to give it another crack. I need to give it a go um, and look at a bigger event. And um, that's exactly what I have done. I'm going to be running uh, not just any marathon. <laughs> I've been lucky enough to uh, bag a space on probably one of the biggest marathons that is to do in the world, which is the London marathon and it's still crazy that i'm saying them words that i'm going to be running the london marathon um but i am absolutely buzzing about this and um yeah extremely grateful to have the opportunity to like i say run one of the biggest ones if you're a keen runner everyone wants to run the london marathon um i'm literally going to be going from one extreme to the other i'm going to go from running a marathon basically on my own to having you know an incredible atmosphere those i know that have run the london marathon just say it's like no no ever it's just like an, an experience you're never ever forget and uh, that's what i'm so excited about because yes okay the challenge of running another marathon is going to you know drive me forward and it's going to really push me but ultimately now knowing that i'm going to have the thing that i was missing the most which was people around me actually having people running running with me and a crowd and that atmosphere um it's only going to um i feel increase what i'm able to to, to output and uh, i'm going to say this straight off the bat right here it's not about numbers it's not about um pbs and all that sort of stuff i've spoke about that before um i i do it because yeah, ultimately, I want to, I want to, yeah, be a role model for my two boys. I want to show them that they can do absolutely anything. And um, I had the amazing uh, experience of crossing the line with them both on my first marathon. Um, but um, just purely from like a personal point of view, um, when I was training for the first marathon, a lot of people around me who are, are good runners were saying that if you, you know, if you if you go for this and uh, you, you you're on track basically for sub four hours at marathon, which is um, you know some achievement, especially if you're not someone that runs uh, run many marathons, and um, that's actually going to be a target for me here. Um, you know, so many things can can happen over the course of the twenty six point two miles, of course, but as a as a bit of an extra accountability for myself um i know i've got it in me just because of the training i was doing and um yeah my lessons off the back of the first one and of course whenever you do something new and something for the first time like you 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 have to experience it to to know kind of what to expect and i know what to expect now uh, and i can have the kind of confidence in myself that i'm gonna train as hard as i've ever trained uh i know what it takes now and i want to go for sub four hours for the london marathon however Yes, this is another marathon. Yes, I'm going to be running 26.2 miles once again. But this is so much more than me just doing these 26.2 uh, miles this time. 
um, because I'm actually going to be running for an incredible cause and a charity which is actually very close to mine and my wife's hearts and um, this is how the opportunity has came about for me to actually um, be involved in a London Marathon. I was uh, yeah, lucky enough to be able to get a, tra a charity space and um, yeah this is this is something that's really lit a fire inside me because it is so close to home and it's so personal to uh, mine and my wife's story uh, and that's what I was saying at the start this is why I want to use this platform as an opportunity to talk about this um for the first time like i've, I've shared it on my social media um but that's it like the, that post that went out um at the time of listening to this it would have been last week um that's the first time both my wife have uh, and, and i have uh, i've spoken about it publicly publicly um i'm going to be running for a charity called apec which is known as action on pre-eclampsia and um Essentially, what their uh, what what their job is to do and what they uh, what they uh, are here for is that they want to help raise public and professional awareness for preeclampsia, improve care, uh, ease uh, or prevent physical and emotional suffering by this disease. And um, preeclampsia is actually something that um, my wife suffered with uh, during her first pregnancy. And um, you know, I don't know the the stats behind it, but it is you know very rare when it comes to to these sorts of stuff. Some of you listening may uh, have experienced experienced it as well um since i've spoken about it over the last week i've had a good few messages um yeah whether that's people that are following me or it's interlinked with the charity with people messaging me saying like oh um you know basically sharing their uh, their story and um yeah to, to be honest like the reason that we haven't really spoken about it up until now was for two reasons really because it was a very traumatic experience um for myself but then more so obviously my, my wife uh you know mentally uh, it's been a, a real battle since then um but also we just didn't know enough about it we were young when um when when uh, jack came along my, my eldest and that just really screams out that this needs to be um spoken about more um and now we do know a little bit more about it and we know um obviously more about the charity and all that sort of stuff it's um it's something that we're really passionate about and that's what's going to be great when it comes to running this uh running this marathon because it's not just about the uh you know the the the, the um the time now and the, the pb and the medal and all that sort of stuff and running the london marathon this is about like something bigger than me and the impact that it's going to have um but to give you a little insight into kind of what preeclampsia is and um you know the, the dangers of it almost um you know april 2016 which was um you know in and around where um where my my, my first son was uh, due to be born um you know, my, my wife leah became very very poorly and we just couldn't figure it out we thought it was just you know we were young i was what um uh, like 25 26 I can't, I can't think now but um yeah i was uh, we, we, we were so young that we just almost assumed that this was maybe part of the pregnancy it was late on in the pregnancy uh, we had multiple trips to the doctors and multiple phone calls to the maternity ward and over and over again we we're being told to like just rest um you may have got you know she's been sick constantly um you know you've probably got a sickness board this 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 and um we just kept almost getting palmed off and again looking back at it now it almost screams back at us going not just like this, this um apac and not just raising awareness uh, publicly but almost professionally as well because um it is quite rare and you know it was to the point where you know it was when it was going on there was an awful lot of uh, doctors and nurses actually in the room 
which again was ringing alarm bells. Um, and the reason that they were there is because it's so rare that they wanted to basically see how to deal with it and, and almost discover uh, a little bit more about it, which again just shows um, how rare this kind of this kind of thing is. And um, after a while, we ended up going with our girl. She was, you know, basically bedridden, um, not able to get out uh, at all, uh, and was really, really struggling. We ended up going down the walking centre, and uh, we the, they took a, a blood pressure there and then. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was very, very low. And um, straight away, we were sent to the hospital. Like, you know, instantly, we were told to go straight there. Uh, couldn't go home, pick things up, literally just go straight there. They, they were very, very concerned. Um, and it actually turned out that um, Leah was suffering from not just preeclampsia, um, she was suffering from an even rarer um, condition of preeclampsia, which is known as HALP syndrome. And this is, again, I don't know the stats on this, but um, basically HALP syndrome is a medical term um, for the most serious complication of preeclampsia. And uh, is, is basically a combined liver and uh, blood clotting disease. So um, yeah, the, it, was, it was a pretty scary time, a pretty serious thing. Um, but I'll be honest with you, like from my point of view, because obviously I wasn't feeling the pain. I wasn't feeling how she was feeling. Like I was still so unaware of like how serious this was. And in a way, I look back and go like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because uh, even while things were going on, while we were at the hospital, we were, we were there for, uh, you know, obviously a good while before um, things actually happened. Um things were actually in the room quite calm like i was with her mum as well and we were on you know a, a um a high dependency um unit as well so there, there was constantly always someone in the room so you know she was on high alert um but generally at the time i don't know if it was just because the, the doctors and nurses were doing a good job at keeping us all calm um which of course is their, their job to do um but even at the time like we know obviously something wasn't right it was early as well it was six weeks before his due date we um we, we just didn't know the seriousness of it and again that's probably because we were young and you know we've again maybe just thought that um yeah it, it happens to more people than it's actually has actually made out and that was what was yeah, looking back at it now it's really scary like really really scary now we now know more of it and we've heard stories where this has actually gone wrong um as well as people you know same as this that has gone well has gone well and with um you know everything's gone fine it's um yeah it's it, it really does um bring a fear to, to to the whole situation um and basically the only way to deal with help syndrome and preeclampsia is to to de- basically to deliver the baby so our son uh, jack was uh, born six weeks early by a, a via a emergency c-section literally um we, there was a lot of waiting around during the day um, but but yeah, it was rushed in, I think, about two o'clock in the morning uh, when things started to change. And, um, you know, it's safe to say, as I said, it's this was the scariest moment of our lives, like for, for, for both of us and more so, of course, Leah, because she's there dealing with it. Like I'm there, like having no idea what's going on. Um, very, very clueless with the, the situation. But I, I cannot, and I want to again say this on on on, uh, on record, like the the jo- the incredible job that the, the doctors and nurses did that day. Um, again, to keep us all calm, uh, but then also to react and uh, deal with the situation. And like I said, I, I think it, you know, if I remember rightly, um, there was a good five to six doctors um, at one time in the room at once, which again shouts um, alarm bells. Um, 
but yeah, if it wasn't for them, like uh, it's very, very easy to say now that my life would have been very, very different um, if it, if it uh, didn't go the way that it did. And, uh, you know, Jack was born six, six weeks earlier. So obviously he was premature. So he got taken straight to um, obviously, you know, the, the, the ward where they deal with the uh, uh, premature babies. And um, I was obviously over the moon to, to um, see my son, all that sort of stuff. But then it was just, it was, it was very difficult actually at that point. Um, and again, any of you um, that have experienced this kind of um, you know, delivery, it's difficult because obviously you've got um, your, your your partner there and um, they're, they're obviously struggling and, and still, um, you know, coming around from, you know, the, the C-section and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and then obviously you've got a, uh, a new baby. So I was like very, uh, you know, kind of jumping between uh, the two. It was, it, was, it was kind of a surreal sort of moment. I just became a dad, but then I've got to make sure that my wife's okay. And it was just, yeah, it was just so surreal. And um, yeah, it was it was quite hard to to um, to know what to do, right? Um, but he um, was he kept in hospital for ten days. Uh, obviously, um, you know, had to uh, have checks and tests. And uh, from word go, Jack was very very strong and um, developed very quickly. Um, he um, again, any views that have had premature uh, babies they will say that you know there will be an element of um, them being behind on certain things and um, that's just totally natural and normal and obviously understandable um and there was certain parts in his early years where he was behind on certain things but he's now six years of age um and he's absolutely excelling in every area of his life he's um smashing it at school and it's just so good to to see him because um i think you know since then we've had our, our second child harry uh, who's now free and um, that pregnancy went you know a lot smoother than the, the first one and you know obviously jack's uh, jack's kind of story and journey um you almost um attach a little bit more to that because of just the seriousness of it and obviously him always being told that he'd be behind uh, and i feel like we've probably pushed that to the point where we're going to prove this wrong and he's proven us wrong um and everyone has said that wrong and that's what's been amazing to see now he's six years of age um incredible um you know in incredible uh, boys um very intelligent really into um you know a lot of stuff that i like he likes recording videos he's very confident with that sort of stuff as well and you know the the it's so his 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 future is very bright and it's exactly the same for um for harry how he feeds off um you know his brother and that's what um really uh, out of this whole situation to see how um almost lucky we were with this situation and obviously how things could have been very very different it's um yeah it, it, you look back and you're just extremely grateful for for everything that kind of we have and um yeah this is why up until this point like you say it's, it was a very very traumatic experience and like you say we just didn't know enough of what had actually gone on for us to actually talk about this. Like my wife um, still to this day suffers mentally from that. It was obviously um, a very, very scary time. And, you know, the, the effects of it is not just at the time. It's obviously, you know, long after. And now I feel like, you know, we have a better understanding of it. We've, we've obviously had our, our second child. So we had a lot of understanding behind. Obviously, there was a lot more, um, you know, a lot more appointments, a lot more, um, you know, they were a lot more cautious with the with the um you know the second pregnancy um and and so they should uh, but everything you know went as planned and um yeah i feel like now now um 
that I have a level of awareness of it. My wife has um, obviously more awareness of it and understanding of it. Um, and now we start to realize and we start to look at it from the past now and go, well, you know, there does need to be more awareness behind this. And like I said, I know as soon as I have spoken more about this, there may even be more off the back of this podcast that, you know, other dads that, you know, are following my, um, you know, listening now or uh, watching my content, like it actually, um, you know, triggers them because it might be something similar they've been through um, as to what I have. And I think if there is more awareness about it, you're more openly to talk about this sort of stuff because, of course, it's not just going to be, uh, having a mental effect on your partner it's going to be having a mental effect on the uh on the on the bloke as well like and and that's what is so important again to uh, you know raise awareness talk about these things that's why i want to be able to do this um but then of course at the same time um be able to raise money and be able to um, give back and help you know what is going to be you know what is an incredible um charity and that's why you know over the uh, coming months i'm going to be doing the london marathon at the end of april they've moved the date back to april so uh yeah over the coming months i'm going to be um yeah basically showcasing and uh, uh you know asking for uh for, for donations and like if you're listening to this now and um you would like to support like any support would be appreciated um i don't care if it's you know a pound two pound five pound ten pound doesn't it doesn't have to be anything major uh, but anything would be massively appreciated um or just to support of the overall kind of um challenge that we're going to be doing because this is what is going to be amazing as well is it's not just me running the london marathon although that is um you know a, a big challenge in itself um but both me and what my wife has decided to to use this as an opportunity to to challenge our you know ourselves and my wife is actually going to be running her first ever 5k uh, in just under five weeks time uh, at the time of this going out um she's someone that's never um you know never done a huge amount of it. just like anyone when they first started running i said it um you know I, I i never was a runner i never enjoyed running and now i'm going to do my second marathon so she's taking inspiration from kind of what i do and and is challenging herself and uh, it's going to be running her first ever 5k race um just before the christmas period um and i'm going to be doing that with her so again it's really, we're using this as um you know a, a, a great opportunity because it's so close to home because it's a, a story which is um you know you know relevant to us uh, it gives us that extra power and that extra uh, purpose behind absolutely everything uh, and not only that before i go and do the um the marathon uh, she's actually going to be then doing her first 10k race as well that was the deal and i'll tell you this now because um i can uh, I, I don't think she'll probably listen to all, this all the way through anyway but um i actually had been signed up to the london marathon um pretty much from two days after i completed my last marathon and that was uh, all down to my wife she basically went out to different charities and then found this charity um and then as soon as they heard about our story and then obviously seeing what i do they were very very keen to get me on board and um yeah basically offer me a, a space um so yeah like basically but i got stitched up by uh, by my wife literally two days after running a, a, my first ever marathon i was booked in for another marathon um but again it just goes to show from from her point of view she could see you know kind of with within um you know within the, the challenge of what i was doing that um i i wasn't it wasn't what i was expecting and um she knows that i thrive in a great environment and um you know having people around me because that's what i do um she yeah went went uh, went uh, behind my back basically i just um i randomly got emails come through she was emailing on behalf of me um and yeah i got i got put in by the uh, london marathon but 
Um, I'm grateful for it and I'm glad she's done it because it's lit a fire inside me once again. And we're going to take things to a whole new level when it comes to what I do uh, and also what she does. And that's why I said, you've put me in for another marathon after seeing me go through the pain of uh, the first marathon. Um, so that means that you've got to do a challenge as well. And um, yeah, she's stepped up to the plate and she's going to be doing that as well. And um, yeah, we're going to be continuously updating on social media. So if you want to follow our journeys and want to follow what we've been, uh, what we're going to be doing, then uh, you know, feel free to, um, you know, keep updated on uh, instagram and facebook because that's where we're going to be sharing it and um yeah it's going to be an incredible journey and um like i say for an incredible cause so um i really really appreciate just even just me, me being able to talk about this i'm literally just talking to my microphone and, and laptop here uh, but i know this is obviously going to be listened to and um yeah i, I just want to thank you all for giving me the opportunity to be able to actually talk about this and, and raise awareness of this uh, for what i feel is something that is very very important because um yeah, I can guarantee me talking about this even more over the coming months, there's going to be more uh, dads and more families uh, which um, may have experienced something like this uh, and to know that there's support out there not just for um you know when when the pregnancy is going on but afterwards mentally uh physically emotionally like it has a massive effect on everything and um that's what i want to be able to to help be able to just you know again just uh spread the word and um you know my obviously i help uh, i help dads and this is a huge part of this you know becoming a dad you know there's it doesn't always go to plan there's always things and uh, you don't know that can go wrong and you know that's why uh, I feel like it's important for me, but in particular, to um, yeah, be open and transparent and share things like this with you guys, and just know that um, there's support out there. You can speak to people, whether that's me, whether that's other people, whether it's other people in your family or professional help. Um, you know, it's important to um, get these things out of your mind and off your chest because uh, it does eat away at you, and I know the effects that it can have. So I hugely appreciate this, and um, you know, probably not a huge amount of value here. It's more just being a little bit of a personal insight and um i thank you for allowing me to do that uh, and like i said if you can uh, give absolutely anything and uh, support us on um on, on what we're going to be doing over the uh, over the coming months we would really really appreciate it we have a target and we want to do uh, we want to get you know the target and, and, and beyond that is if we can with uh, what we're going to be doing um the link to the page and the page will also give us a, give you a little bit more insight into what i've just spoke about there the story behind everything and uh, yeah you can you can read it if you want to um but yeah the link to um the donation page is in the show notes or it's also on my instagram bio if you go to instagram you'll see in my bio it is there have a read and like i said if you can give absolutely anything um i get it's um close to christmas right now so you know i appreciate it and um, yeah anything that you can give would be uh, you know a massive massive help and massive difference and uh, just know that it's going to an incredible cause and um yeah i'm gonna you know i'm in return give it my absolute all over the coming months with my training to uh, make sure that uh, i don't just go out there and complete the marathon i want to go out there and um you know give it my absolute all uh, and do it in um a quicker time that i did on the on the first one and if 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 possible uh, below four hours so that's the goal that's the target that's my accountability thank you so much for listening i really really do appreciate it and if you do want to have if you listen to this and this is triggered or, or you can relate in any way or something similar has happened do not be afraid to drop me a message i've had a few messages like i said um privately 
about this sort of stuff uh, and things and stuff that has happened like please do open up and talk to me if you want to if you feel like that's going to help um because we can talk about this sort of stuff about our own experiences and uh, like i said talking is one of the best ways to um to, to help this sort of stuff especially when it comes to dealing with it mentally so please feel free to reach out other than that thank you so much for listening and i will speak to you in the next episode